that's right. It's me, the one and only Rick Daniel. And I'm sitting here in this studio, once again, forced to tell all, or at least what I choose to tell, you know. So I figured today I would talk about something unrelated to the first episode. The first episode, you see, was more like me trying to describe who I was back in those days. That shell has shed. I am no longer that person. I have zenned out. I have zoinked out. I have got the fuck off this planet. I have came back to this planet. I'm a different Rick Daniel as the Rick Daniel that I was telling you about previously. Now, people sometimes ask me, who is the real Rick Daniel? And like I've said, I'm a man with a thousand masks. I've got them hidden everywhere. And sometimes I will be someone that you do not know. But I'm trying to... Well, I guess I'm really being forced to tell you who the fuck is Rick Daniel through this forced to tell all shit that I am being forced to tell. I don't want to brush back over the same shit that I've said in the previous episode, but, you know, be weary of money and contracts. You don't want to sign what you don't see. All right, so back on to the tale of today. I want to talk about something that very few of the Rick Daniel fans know. Only the deep divers know what about this, because this happened in pretty recent past years, probably the past five or so years. So I, Rick Daniel five or so years ago, was not financially in the best position of my career. I was living in a two-bedroom apartment in a city that no one gave three shits about. I would occasionally check my mailbox and find royalties from the Rick Daniel Variety Show and my past movies. Sooner or later, those checks came less and less, and eventually they ceased to come. And I had to go find work somewhere else. So, the old Rick Daniel way, I tried to go get acting jobs. Acting jobs. I tried to go find jobs where I would portray some kind of character, you know, And I would talk in their accent, you know. But, you know, Rick Daniel didn't do so well. I was uh, deep in my drug addictions at the time. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, I was. I was deep in those drug addictions that I have overcome now. But in that time, I learned and I experimented and I put myself out into the ether of everything. And I became who I am today because of those events happening way in those days. So, 
what a lot of people and only a few fans really know about is when Rick Daniel tried to start his own record label. Ricardo's Records was my baby. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, wasn't Dr. Ganja your baby? Well, let me tell you this. A man can have multiple kids. If you don't know that, then, hey, you just might be fucking stupid. Hey, think with your head next time. You know. So, I tried making a record label. I knew some people who might get me some leads. Where can I go to find these people that will bring me money off of their music? All I'm going to do is give them a base to start out. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Rick, you're fucking broke, man. How are you going to start a record label? You don't have any money to help these guys record. Well, let me tell you what. I got fucking connections, bro. I got connections like fucking sewer pipes all through the city. Shitty. But guess what? I just took out a lot of loans, really. I took out a lot of loans in good faith that these bands and my management skills would get them to where they need to be going. To take off and really just Boom out where they where 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 they can fucking go. These bands were gonna be revolutionary. These bands were gonna be the next Woodstockers, you know. They were gonna be the next people to change the face of the fucking music industry. And it was gonna be Ricardo's records at the fucking helm of it. But guess what? Let me tell you something about Ricardo's records. The bands that I really tried to get told me to fuck off, die, eat white dog shit from some guy named fucking Solace. And guess what? I went to his door. I went to this guy named Solace. They told me about him. They told me, hey, that guy's a wild card. Hey, that guy's fucking crazy. Hey, that guy's got no coconuts on the fucking tree. I said, well, I'm not looking for coconut milk. I'm looking for musicians. So I knocked on the door of this fucking Solace guy's place, and guess what? Some fucking kid opens the door. It's like fucking four feet tall. I fucking turn around and get the fuck out of that shit. I say, fuck that. And then I go look, and I find this other band. And this band's called Toilet. Now, their drummer's probably the more business-oriented guy in that fucking band. Their vocalist is a fucking piece-of-shit loser. And their guitar player and their bass player, well, those guys... I don't even know what to say about those guys. Maybe that's just another fucking episode down the road. But let me talk about this guy, this toilet, these toilet guys as a whole. I found them and they were making some 
ass rock music, you know. It made no sense. It was like shit, which was funny because their name was Toilet. And their ongoing joke was, yeah, we sound like shit. So I gave them a few, I gave them a record. I put out the money, said, hey, go make a fucking record. And guess what? You don't have to pay for shit. I got you. You just got to attach Ricardo's records to the fucking album name. So they go. They go to California to go produce this record that I sent them to make. I send them with the money, cash only, because I'm a fucking gangster. And I'm just, I know what I'm doing. I'm Rick Daniel. So I send them with that loaned money that I still owed back to go fucking record that album. About six weeks later, I try and get back in touch with them, and uh, they spent all the money on weed. Those fucking bums spent all the goddamn money on weed. They made no record, and they never got off the ground. I said, fucking failed assignment. I fucking failed. I was feeling like a real bum. But that was only a little bit of the loaned money that I had taken out. So I fucking flipped coins and I had nothing better to do. So I went back to that little kid's house. That kid Solace. That was Solace. <sighs> yeah, I know. It's a weird sound. Yeah. You understand, Kyle. Yeah. You Okay. Kyle. He okay, everybody trying and trying and just be reasonable like Kyle. God, I'm trying to tell a story here. Fuck. Fuck. Come on, guys. I'm being forced to do this. If I'm being forced to do this, then let me fucking do it, okay? I'm trying to tell a story. Don't correct me. God fuck! Okay? Trying to make some fucking money here, guys. Now shut the fuck up. All of you. You want me to put this out? Because uh, I can be fucking hell to work with. Yeah. I can be hell to work with. So fuck off. All of you. Just sit the fuck in your chairs with your stupid ass suit and ties. Just fuck. Let me tell this fucking story. So I go back to this kid Solace's house. And when I get there, I knock on the door and the same kid answers, but he's like fucking 10 feet tall now. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on with this kid's puberty? His nuts are hanging on the ground. His fucking mustache looks strange. His voice. I'm surprised I didn't just give up on him when I heard his fucking voice. But I fucking took a chance on him. I said, hey, kid, I'm trying to make a fucking record. I'm trying to make some fucking cash making money. Making music. I'm trying to make some fucking music and make cash off that music. And I want you to make that music for me. That kid was down. That kid was ready. 
That kid was on fire. Strange one. A lot of fucking weird things going on in that kid's head. One of his weirdest requests was that I got um, someone that was at least four, four feet or shorter. Just some fucking guy, girl. He just wanted that person in the studio. And I, you know, it was tough because I had to go fucking hire someone that was that height. Because this fucking strange ass kid wanted that shit in the studio. I said, whatever. You know, Solace is the man, I guess. I'm going to make him the man. Rick Daniel, I'm going to make him the man. I'm going to fucking make him the man the Rick Daniel way. Okay? And I did. That motherfucker turned on me. The motherfucker sicked my dogs on me. If you fucking catch what I'm fucking saying. I'm skipping ahead. Let me go back. I get these fucking small... I get this person. This person that's about... 3'9". That's how tall they are. Solace is ecstatic about it. He's jumping up and down. He's laughing. He's just really happy about it. I don't... I don't know why. He's just just some strange kid. You know, like I said, his nuts are hanging on the ground. His puberty is strange. I don't understand it. And to this day, I think it's a fucking medical fascination. I talked to one of my doctor friends, and my doctor friend said, yeah, that kid's got something going on, but we cannot diagnose it. It's never fucking been, you know, we never had a case of that shit in the U.S. of fucking A. So, this is about the first time I saw Solace fucking spit some flows. And I hear him, and I'm just like, God damn. This kid is going to fucking make me go bankrupt. I have fucked up here. Once again, this was another toilet situation. But luckily, but fucking luckily, this kid accidentally stepped on his nuts. Like I was saying, his nuts are hanging on the ground. Do you think I'm fucking, that's an exaggeration, but no, his nuts were literally fucking hanging on the ground. He was wearing shorts. Strangest pair of shorts, though. They were fucking like pink with like some gold up the side of him and he wrote his name solace on it i don't know like i said this kid's a fucking stranger anyway he stepped on his nut on accident and as he was screaming ow his fucking voice changed to the perfect pitch and boom solace was born the real solace he stood up and his dick became erect he wrapped that whole album with a boner. You think I'm lying and you think... And you know, I know that there's those fucking conspiracies by those few fans that know about all of my musical ambitions. There's a conspiracy going on that we gave Solace Viagra. Well, that's a fucking lie and I'll tell you why. That kid didn't need it. That kid was ready to go whenever. That kid was something else so we put out the first album we called it solace stepping on sax strange name i know i i wanted to call it solace's mixtape one you know keep it simple keep it real 
he wanted to name it off of what be, how he became him. He wanted to pay pay homage to the fact that he stepped on his own testicle. <laughs> he stepped on his own testicle and he fucking became the rapper he is today. Like I said, his nuts were hanging on the ground. Strange pair of shorts. I don't know why he was wearing those. He needed like briefs, not boxers. He needed to support those those fucking ostrich eggs that he was fucking sporting. I'm pretty sure now he's uh not as bad, but I would not I would not be 100% and say that kid's sack is not fucking like 10 pounds. I don't know. That kid's strange. The solace kid is strange. Anyway, we put out the first the first uh album Solace Stepping on Sacks. And it's a hit, you know. The the kids around his age or younger really like it and they're just bop into it, you know. His um his hit single was called Sack No More. And uh you know, this is strange. It's strange to talk about these things because I've lived through them and I did those things. I uh I made that kid's career, you know. He was getting up there. We were starting to get movie roles for him. But uh, one of the things I would say if he got offered a role was I had to make a cameo. I wanted Rick Daniel to thrive off his fame. And if I could fucking insert myself wherever I would. But a lot of people were not for that. A lot of people told me to fuck off. He lost a lot of great roles. He was going to be in this movie called Dog on Fire. He didn't get that role because I really wanted a cameo in that role. In that movie, at least, you know. If not the main role. I said, hey, maybe Rick Daniel could be in Dog on Fire. He said, no, we want Solace. We're trying to get some young influencer, you know. He's like some social media influencer now. But I said, no, Rick Daniel wants that cameo. And if Rick Daniel don't get that cameo, and Solace don't get that fucking part. I'll tell you that much. I'm selfish. I'm a fucking selfish guy. And guess what? I'm going to make it no matter what. I'll step on a couple of dicks. I don't give three shits. Anyway. Solace started finding out that I was turning down all these roles because I wasn't getting cameos in them. So after that, uh, he broke off from... uh, Ricardo's recordings or records or whatever the fuck we were going by at that time, you know. And uh, he broke my goddamn heart because I made that motherfucker. He stepped on his testicle in my studio that I had made with money that I still fucking owed to people. And now I'm forced to do bullshit like this. Because I signed contracts back in the day. And I didn't fucking learn. I didn't learn to make motherfuckers sign contracts like I did. To where I can grab them by the fucking balls. And make them force out work for me. That was the one thing I never made Solace do. I never made Solace sign no contracts. I always had good faith that he was a good egg. 
No pun intended on the testicle thing. He was a good egg. You know, he had potential. And that he would do the right thing and stick with Ricardo's records. But he didn't. He turned his back on me. He shunned me. And once he started making new music, he said completely fuck that whole first record. And then he realized how stupid Solace Stepping on Sax was. So yeah, that was Rick Daniels' failed record company. Now Nowadays you might find, um, you know, the Solace mixtape. Sorry, Solace Stepping on Sax. You might find that in other places, you know, for money. It's 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 stupid how much money that that people will fucking pay for that. But guess what? None of that money goes to me. And if you're a real fan of Rick Daniel, you won't buy that goddamn record. All right, this was another episode of Rick Daniel Forced to Tell All. And like I said, I'm fucking sitting here forced to tell you all this shit by contract. If I don't, they're going to sue me, and I don't have that fucking money. If you guys listen to this podcast, you would understand that I don't have that fucking money to pay for this lawsuit, okay? So I'm fucking bending at the knees. I'm fucking taking it in the ass, and I'm just fucking manning up, okay? Sometimes you got to fucking do that shit, okay? Listen to your goddamn gut. Don't sign contracts. You don't fucking read And don't go buy those stupid Saul's Stepping on Sax albums. Especially if they're fucking overpriced. That money does not go to me. I don't fucking know if it goes to Solace, but if it does, fuck that guy. And if Solace, if you're listening to this shit, you're lucky I fucking made you, bro. That's all Rick Daniels got to say for this stupid ass fucking episode of Rick Daniel forced to tell all. 85631 Productions presents. Fuck that shit, bro. Fuck that shit. You're listening to this because you love Rick Daniel. And if you're listening to this to become a fan of Rick Daniel, hey, thanks. Everybody else can go eat a fucking fat turd. I'm Rick Daniel. The one and only. Fuck off.